Welcome to CSN The Network Podcast. This is your host, Kayvon Cutler, with my lovely co-host, Dree Nazario and Malik Hampton. How y'all doing this lovely afternoon? I'm doing good, man. You know, blessed and highly favored, as Dree would say. Yeah, I know. Blessed and highly favored. Blessed and highly favored. Yeah, man. How are you, I'm, brother? I'm, I'm blessed. I can't, can't complain one bit. You know, it's football season. You know what I'm saying? We just had the fantasy draft last night, so football is full swing now. You know what I'm saying? Got my Alabama boys. You know what I'm saying? We came out this past weekend, put on a show for everybody. I'm just excited. It's, it's looking like we're going to repeat, you know, but I don't want to be too too overzealous. You know what I mean? I just want to let things play out. But, man, I'm, I'm super excited for football. We got NFL football starting this week. High school football already kicked off. College is officially here, so it's, it's full swing. The best time of the year. What you think, Bub? It's the best time of the year for sure, man. I mean, I agree. You know, we're we going to get college, you know, NFL about to start up. Then, you know, hoop start off, you know what I'm saying, here in October. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, it's definitely the best time of the year, man. Yeah. I um, definitely agree. Even though I'm a hoop head, I love, you know, the fall time level football season comes around. It's just a, a different feel in the atmosphere. For sure. There's something to do, bro, when you bored, you know what I'm saying? 100%. Plenty of games to choose from. Something to watch, bro, at all yeah. times. It's tough to date right now. They always like to tell people, you know what I'm saying? Could you imagine, like, trying to fill someone out or get to know someone and their Saturdays or Sundays are just completely off now? Now, <laughs> like, this guy, <laughs> silly man. He said, saying, right? he said football man. over everything, my G. Hey, football over everything, man. Good thing about it is you can stream football, though. You can stream this stuff, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you can, gotta, yeah. You know, we can't go out, but we, you know, maybe, maybe we can have dinner in and, and watch the Alabama game if you don't mind. He ain't gonna pay no attention to you, bro. You say you say you say two words that came on. He irritated while the game on. He he gonna look at you like put his phone on D and D and like. That. Do you not see what's going on? Yeah, I tried to call bro yesterday. Phone went straight to voicemail. I'm like, come on. Bro. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's <laughs> yeah, I just I just like to be locked into the game, man. My brother knows, you know what I mean. We watch. That's why I enjoy watching football with him because he fully understands. You know, I don't want to. Be on my phone. I don't want to talk. You know what I mean? Because if something happens, then I'm, I'm going to blame it on you. you know I mean? <laughs> just, let me just watch the game and fully take in every play. And, you know, when the game is over, we're, we're right back to the normal world. <laughs> hey, whatever floats your boat, my guy. I, hey. I, I admire your uh, dedication. Hey, I appreciate it, man. Speaking of, you know, dedication, you know, that was a, a good time to use, you know, transitioning to. You know, our local area sports, you know, this is one of the things that this platform is dedicated to is not only honoring our local legends and covering, you know, professional and national sports, but we also want to cover, you know, our local sports in our area, you know, starting out with what would be presumably the game of the week with uh, South Charleston High School versus Capitol High School, you know, my alma mater. South Charleston, you know, we definitely handled business beating Capitol High School 42 to 14 this past Saturday. Uh, man, shout out to the young man, Trey Dunn, man. He's he's really been, you know, improving every year. But these these past couple of years, he's really just been making a name for himself. 
And he continued that this past Saturday, throwing for three touchdowns and running for two more to equal five total touchdowns and 526 total yards. He completed 14 of 22 passes for 254 yards with one interception. And he also ran 12 times for 105 rushing yards. And South Charleston also had another standout performer in Emilio Miller, who missed the season opener against Morgantown, but he carried the ball 20 times for 167 yards, including a 56. So SC is now 2-0 and um, as they look to, you know, continue to defend their title as they were state champions last year. And, you know, I'm just excited for, you know, Coach Mays and, you know, some of the other young guys that are coming through the program, man, it's, it's, it's definitely looking like it's getting back to old days, you know what I mean? And I'm just glad to see the school compete and, you know, uh, dominate, honestly. And, you know, not to leave Cap out, you know, Cap, Capital uh, showing great promise, you know, they have a new coach, you know, shout out to Coach Mason. And, uh, you know, they, they're starting out 0-2, but I have great faith that they'll be able to turn it around. You know, that's another program with a lot of talent in the area. They was led by their quarterback, uh, Jaquay Long, who had 208 passing yards with one score. And their running back, uh, Sean James, he also led them carrying the ball 13 times for 86 yards and one touchdown. So that was uh, a great game. And again, the total for that game, SC versus Capital, 42 to 14. SC got the win. Moving on to Huntington High School, uh, as they dominated Hurricane High School this past Friday, shutting them out 38 to nothing. Uh, the Highlanders, who are now 2-0, were led by their quarterback, who had a solid outing, throwing for 209 yards and two touchdowns, and also rushing for 124 yards with another touchdown. Their starting running back got hurt, but junior running back Amari Filter came in and played great, man. He, he ran for 146 yards and two tutties on just 11 carries, which is, I mean, Malik knows firsthand playing running back and receiver himself, you know, that's to do that in 11 carries is just marvelous. Uh, Huntington, you know, they face a big test next week as they travel, travel to play the big boys, man, Cabell Midland, while Hurricane, who is now 0-2, look to bounce back next week, excuse me, next week against Drea Malik's uh, alma mater, George Washington High School. And speaking of uh, Cabell Midland, uh, we had another shutout in a AAA showdown this past Friday as Cabell Midland High School beat Riverside High School 56 to nothing, totaling over 600 total yards. Uh, Cabo Midland scored on six of seven drives in the first half to propel their way to victory for Riverside. Of course, last but certainly not least, um, speaking of you all's alma mater, George Washington High School traveled to Ashland, Kentucky to play uh, Ashland Paul Blazer uh, this past Friday night. Uh, beating them 35 to 21. Each team balled out. They each totaled over 400 yards, but G-Dub was able to prevail and win. And they were led by their quarterback, Abe Fenwick, who threw for 343 yards and four touchdowns. Now these, these teams I just mentioned are uh, some of the top teams in their conference. So it was good to see these head-to-head -head battles. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking forward to, you know, more, more sports in the area and you know, being able to cover more of the more of the prep sports. So, you know, it was a, a great kickoff to the college football weekend with things that happened Friday night and Saturday night. So I'm excited to see what happens going forward, man. What you what you think, Lee? Shoot, man, I mean, that's some good good football being played, you know, uh Cabell Mill is still dominating, you know. Uh 
my alma mater, Dre's alma mater, you know, we went to uh, Ashland, got another dub. I, I would like to see that record, you know what I'm saying? That little series we had. I know we played them for the first time my senior year. Oh, that was your first time playing them your senior year? Yeah, we played them for the first time my senior year. And that was back in 2011, 2012, you know, so. I would like to see what the record is. I know we probably didn't beat them more times than they didn't beat us, for real, for real. But um, yeah, glad to see that they got the win. You know, breath on for three forty three. You know, they airing it out up there. That's tough. Different time, bro. <laughs> um, South Charleston. You know, I mean, I like to give South Charleston. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they props and they dudes. You know what I'm saying? I, I see what kind of program you know May's got going on up there. But I, I got to give some shout outs to, you know, a couple of other youngins that played for him. You know what I'm saying? I know they like the, you know, you know, it's a quarterback driven game. You know what I'm saying? For sure. So, you know, the quarterback gets a lot of love, but, you know, they got some, they got some dogs up there. Little Wayne Wayne Harris is tough, about man. to say, Wayne Wayne. He's probably like the shout most talented on the team. You know what I'm saying? Uh, like you said, the Miller kid, he ain't played first week, you know what I'm saying, to come back, have 167 on the ground. That's huge. Huge, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And uh, they got the other young bull, Dean. I was about to say. Yeah. He, he going to be sweet. Yeah, he can play too, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Dobbs like, just posted him too. That's uh. I, I know how it goes with football, you know, and that's on all levels, you know what I'm saying? Like the quarterback gets the most attention, you know what I'm saying? I just wanted to shed some light on the other. Some of the other youngest for sure. What were you about to say, Dre, baby? Uh, I was just gonna say Dean is a uh, Alexa's little brother. Yeah, are people's, you right? Yeah, that's Alexa people's yeah. brother. Oh man, shout out to people. Shout out, shout out her mom. You know, I love love her family, man. Uh, yeah. I, I, I know that. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah, you know that dad was really really good in football back in the day. Uh, quick plug, Al Dean Senior. He was really good in football back in the day. So. Look like the young bull picking it up where he left it off. He left off, yeah. That's yeah, man. Yeah. That's, man, I'm definitely. I mean, I was pulling for the youngin, you know, just off the strength of going to the school. But now, especially now that I know that's, you know, uh, a little brother. You know, that's like I said, I got so much love for that fam. So, yeah, man. Shout out to them, man. You know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I got a couple questions for you guys um, in regards to prep football. First, I want to start with that Capital SC game. Do you feel like uh, this is a, a rebuilding year for Capital? I mean, everything. It's looked like they've been rebuilding since all the the youngins left, like the ones for the state championship, for real, for real. Like, yeah, since Kayshawn and them left, huh? Yeah, it's like, you know, it seems like they've been rebuilding since then. I figured they'll get it right here in, the, here in a few years, you know what I'm saying? Because I know they got a lot of talent you know, around the way that's coming up through the pipeline. So they won't be down for too long. I would say, I guess, yes, this is another rebuilding year for them. You know what I'm saying? New coaching staff, all that, you know. So, yeah, we just got to give them a little time. I mean, they dominated for so many years here recently, you know what I'm saying, in the past. So it was just – Yeah, it seemed like Cap – I graduated in, in 2011. You graduated in 2012. I, I feel like after you graduated in 2012, the city was Caps. Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. Over, you know, yeah, so, they've had like a good five to six year run. If you think about it, they had Smiley, which is James Richmond, you know, shout out to to bro, you know what I mean? Then Silas, then Kayshawn, there's Tyree and Harry. It was so many, so many heads. Jordan Kenny, uh, Tyrell, rest in peace. 
Um, and that's a lot of talent. Carrie, Carrie Martin. Yeah. 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 They've been running it, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, the only time that they have a matter of time, yeah. I mean, that that area, you know, let's be frank, you know, uh, Shaquille and I were talking last night about uh, some of the older guys that went to cap, you know, during years like 2006, 2007, 2008, when Malik Whitten and them were there. And we were just speaking on some of the talent that didn't get to play basketball and didn't get to play football. And I know you can attest to this, you know, playing for the dots coming up. It's, it's so much talent in the city, like in uptown Charleston. It's mm-hmm. just a matter of just getting everybody, you know, on the field or on the hardwood in reference to basketball and just really, you know, shaping the talent because the, the city is always going to have the talent, uh, specifically Capitol High School is just. I mean, We're in the same place for real, for real, like, you know, we started going to high school, so I'm saying that's when they was letting people like you could go wherever you wanted to in that first year of high school, you know nice. what I'm saying? So, a lot of people split like the reason why K Sean and all them dominated is because they all came together, you know? like yeah. so it was like nobody was gonna have more talent than them, you know. Like, but you know, before that, you know, people was going different places, like Perry could have easily went to Cat, bro, like you know, like it, it was. You know, that's just the things that's just, just I feel like that was just a little error we went through, you know what I'm saying? People was trying to go play and, you know, be the man or, or be the girl somewhere else. You know, that, like it, it a lot of them didn't stick together, you know. They stick together like they gonna compete in the state like yeah, every year type sort of, you know. So yeah, it's I think that's just how it is. That's well that's part of it too. You know? I don't don't stick together once they get to the level to make their own decisions. Where it makes sense, makes sense. Uh, moving on, uh, did any particular athlete stand out to you guys? Or who stood out the most? Shoot. I mean, I'll give, you know, I haven't seen G-Dub play. I'm going to get to see him play this week, you know what I'm saying, when I go up there uh, Friday. Um, that quarterback, you know, that's a nice stat line, 343 for touchdowns. Um and the, the Miller kid from SC who missed the opener, and then hop right out there, 167. And like, that's that's huge in the grand scheme of things, you know. That's a lot of rush yards, you know. So it sounds like he was controlling the, controlling the game, you know what I'm saying, just by running it. Um, yeah, I get them two-day shout-outs this week. Shout-out to them. What about you, Cut? Yeah, um, honestly, I would I – would, go with Trey Dunn, man, you know, not to, you know, come off biased or anything, but, you know, in, in South Charleston's first two games, the, the kid has 11 total touchdowns in just two games. You know, he has eight passing and three rushing. So it's, it's looking like he's about to have one of those historic seasons, man. You know, Kennedy, watch alert, Kennedy, watch alert. He's a uh, He's looking like he's easy building a strong campaign. So again, not to come off bias, but I'm I'm just impressed with how athletic he is. You know, uh, that's that's my main thing. We got a lot of guys in the area locally that I feel like can really toss the ball, but it's you know just how athletic he is. Watching him against Morgantown, he's he's far more athletic than you know what what uh, people will lead you to believe. Like it, the the tape doesn't do it justice. Like you have to catch him live, man. This kid's athletic, so I'm I'm excited. Like I said, for the for the program and Coach Mays, man. Yeah, for sure he can play. But I'm going to shout out the youngins again, man. They're playing, 
For sure. Playing ball, bro. Shout out Wayne Wayne, man. We got to have you up here too, man. man. Wayne Wayne, sweet. Like, people's little brother. Like, I know a couple of them touchdowns he threw to Brud. He's going over top of somebody. You know what I'm saying? Like, they they got some dogs up there. Shout out to SC, man. Shout out to them. Shout out to them. Did, did any particular athlete surprise you guys the most? I don't know if that's like one and the same question, but somebody you knew, you know, uh, you said Trey Dunn has been doing this thing for a while, but somebody that just kind of popped out the blue that, you know, kind of surprised you guys. Um, honestly, not really, uh, if I'm being honest. Uh, I would like to say, I mean, I guess – Caps quarterback is, you know, I haven't got the same play, but besides his scrimmages, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I don't think he's from around here. I think he transferred in, if I'm not mistaken, you know. Okay. Probably him. He, he's got some talent, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, they they just a couple years off, so I give a shout-out to uh, Lil Jaquay Long, man. Yeah. I would I would say uh, probably that uh, the young man, Amari Filter, from uh, Huntington High School. And like I said, just just because the, their starting running back got hurt like in the first quarter. So for him to come in and have that level of production in basically three quarters and just have 11 carries and have 146 with two touchdowns. Yeah, that- like he need to start and get some carries. Get some carries. They definitely might, you know, might need to split it up a little more, but, but yeah, it's, I would say that, that kind of caught me off guard. Like I said, that's, very efficient, high-level production. So, shout out. You know, I got a question, bro. How you feel about like? I know Kay said, you know, SC they they the defending state champion. How do you feel about how they won that joint though? Are you asking me or Dre or both of us? Both of y'all. They won off COVID. <laughs> yeah. What so for our listeners? Let's educate our listeners real fast. Where we were talking about, like how you know, basically the season had to be forfeited because be of COVID um, last year in West Virginia, and I, I don't want to misspeak, you know, but if it depending like the COVID and went by counties, by counties, yeah, bro. So yeah. like if you let's you know play hypothetics, you know, if you lived in Putnam County and you know y'all were a certain color, you know what I mean, that you couldn't go to school, of course then your team, if you can't go to school, your team can't play. And if you can't go to school, if you can't play, then your team can't compete. Then by default, you know what I mean? You have to forfeit because y'all technically can't play. Y'all at risk, so. I mean, it's in the record books. It ain't going nowhere. But just as a competitor, bro, like, how how would you feel? Like, how, how, how would you go about that? You know, y'all, you know, you've been a part of state championship teams, bro. So, like, you know what I'm saying? You know what it takes. You know the gauntlet you got to go through, man. Like, yeah. How would you feel if, like, uh, let's just say after what's your senior year, after y'all beat Hurricane, you know what I'm saying? Just had to forfeit, the, everybody had to forfeit the rest, you know, to play. You know? I mean, of course, you would take the ring. Who ain't going to take the ring? Right. But does the competitor, you like, does that, do you want to go and test your team out for real? Go play? Like, who? You know, who they – because it's a couple teams they thought was better than, you know, SC last year. Yeah. yeah. But they – we would never know because they never got to line it up. You know? Right. Like, how would you feel about that like, as a competitor? You too, Dre. Like, if you – if if they just gave you the state championship after the, the first sectional game, you never went to states, you know what I'm saying? Like, 
and there was a couple teams out there that you know probably had a better record or, or you know you knew the talent level uh, of those teams and you was gonna get to line it up but it never got to happen like yeah how, you know what I'm how, how would you feel about winning a, a championship that way you um, want to go for injury or uh yeah i'll go first i'll go first uh first i want to say shout out to that 2020 championship team no not to uh them and this is just all hypotheticals um so my answer is kind of two-folded uh just because i know how hard it is to have like a championship type year you feel what i'm saying and obviously sc was having that championship type year so I don't want to automatically assume that if they were to continue playing last year, that they wouldn't have still, you know, been the champions. You feel what I'm saying? But on the flip side, that is hard to say because you can always be like, you know, somebody was better or if we would have got to play this team, we would have, you know, or if this team would have played this team, they would have got them, you know, got the best of them. So um, as a competitor, Obviously, you always want to play the best of the best, but also knowing that it's hard to have a championship type year, I'm taking it like shit. You know what I'm saying? We had the best record at the best time, so I mean that's on y'all. You know what I'm saying? It's up there in the books, man. I just like, <laughs> I'm not mistaken. Like I'm pretty sure maybe the game against Cabell Millen got canceled in the regular season too. Like I don't think they got to play them in the regular season too last year. If I'm if I'm I remember correctly, I had this discussion before, you know what I'm saying? And we seen how Cabell Midland's been dominating the, the MSAC, bro, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, for sure. So that's the only reason why I asked that. You know, like, yeah. I, I, I've had that discussion before, you know, and of course the youngest is going to take it. Of course, they, yeah, they, man. When they first family going to take it, yeah. you know what I'm saying? And I was just thinking like me out there, like I want to line it up against whoever, you know what I'm saying? Whoever won to line it up, you know what I'm saying? That's how I was how I always gave it up, so it was just, yeah. I thought that was, a, I just wanted to see y'all's perspective on it, for real, for real. Yeah, I mean, honestly, and you know, given my background, you know, our uh, our senior season kind of got cut short um, because we had to, you know, forfeit um, our quarterfinal win because of the, uh, the brawl, so to speak, that happened. Um, however, you know, I can honestly say, you know, and I don't want to speak for everybody, but I, I just feel like, you know, my class, that was our senior year, you know, on behalf of our seniors, you know, it wasn't too much crying going on in the room when we got the news, you know what I mean? So with that being said, I think everyone, yeah, we had an awareness of it, but we also, you know, we don't wear it on our sleeve because we, we had faith in the game plan. Like, you know, prior to the news breaking, you know, we were, uh, um, you know, preparing for the championship game against Martinsburg. And I had the utmost faith in the world, you know, not no knock to them, but, you know, like I said, not to play hypothetics, but I feel like we would have handled business. You know what I mean? We were coming off winning it back to back. Everybody knew the talent we had, how deep we were, you know what I mean? So I was, you know, we were just ready to rock. So I say that to say, you know, for the youngins, you know, of course, as a competitor, you want to go out there and prove and really earn it, so to speak. And, you know, really leave it all out on the field and, you know, get it that way, but just due to the circumstances and, Last year was just a weird year yeah. for everybody. Didn't, didn't Last year was weird. It really went by your county and like how yeah. many COVID cases your county had. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So the youngest really didn't have no say in it. Yeah. So you know I mean, I, I, I can see, you know, because let's keep it a buck. You know, it was definitely controversial when news first broke. You know what I mean? However, um, you know, like I was saying, I just, 
yeah, I just think it was a weird year. So the kids, you know, they should be proud. You know, when, when we were undefeated, you know, speaking of South Charleston, we were undefeated. Mm -hmm. So, you know, when, when they were on the field, nobody beat them last year. So, you know, I don't, you know, again, not to play hypothetics, but I feel like they would have kept that, kept that going, you know, against anybody. And that's, that's just me. So, yeah. 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 Last year was weird in general. Shoot. I, I feel like everybody was just trying to figure it out. So yeah. I, I did, it is what it is, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, to your point, they were undefeated. So they had no business while they were on the field. So, hey, you know, they earned it. For sure. They earned it. I, uh, I had, that alone, I had discussions about that, bro. For real, for real. So it was just, I just wanted to see what y'all thought. Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I had one more question to round out high school prep football. Uh, did any game outcome surprise you all? And if so, which one? Probably. Um. Maybe Cabell Midland doing Riverside like that. I thought Riverside had a little bit more talent these days. I think they beat Cat, you know what I'm saying? Um, but yeah, uh, probably, yeah, probably Cabell Midland, man. I would say, I wouldn't even say SC to Cat. I would probably say Cabell Midland doing Riverside like that. 56 nothing, that's, that's kind of tough, man. Yes. Or, or, you know, Huntington, they shut out her, you know. I can't remember the last time somebody really shut out her. Honestly, this, this may come off as a surprise, honestly, and we didn't discuss them. But I think, uh, you know, the battle of the bridge between South Charles, excuse me, between St. Albans High School Nitro. and Nitro yeah. High School was the uh, outcome that surprised me the most, and not because of it being a crazy game, but the game was, it was only 6-3. Oh, word. Yes, it was only 6-3. <coughs> and, you know, if y'all remember the the weather on Friday, the weather on Friday, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, it wasn't that bad, you know what I mean? So yeah. that was just a low-scoring defensive game. You know they play I mean? on turf anyway, right? The surface ain't crazy. I mean, unless they played in nitro. I couldn't. I don't. I don't know. No, they played. They played at St. Albans. Yeah, they oh, yeah, was on so that turf. That's that's one of the best fields around. I, I drive past that a lot. Yeah, know. man. Me too. So yeah. like that's. They got a new field. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. SEC yeah, okay. fans, I know we can appreciate those defensive, you know, uh, slug matches. So you know, I just wanted to, you know, kind of shed spotlight on, you know, uh, St. Albans for you know winning that rivalry and, you know, being able to have bragging rights for the Battle of the Bridge over Nitro. You know, Dre's old stomping grounds. Shout out to Nitro. Huh? Yeah, the Wildcats. Yeah, Nitro Wildcats. Shout out to Nitro. I used to wear the, uh, I had the, what I, did I have the LeBrons when I played in Nitro? Them joints was tough. The red and black. I love that. I love that red and black. You could do anything with them colors. Yeah, I think I had the LeBron. Shout out to Nitro. Who who who'd you say one, bro? St. Albans. St. Albans. Okay. Okay. I always like St. Albans. I like the helmets. I didn't necessarily like their uniforms when uh when we was coming up. But I like the helmets, like the white helmets with the red dragon on it. You can do some things. Accessory wise, seeing how Dre talking about, you know, 
her swag on the court. Right. Looking <laughs> at football teams too. We're, we're, well, we're going to transition right into college football. First on the docket, we got Alabama versus Miami. Give me y'all's recap. First and foremost, man, roll tide. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, we, we handle business, man, beating Miami 44 to 13, um, led by a star quarterback. You know, he was the number one dual threat, excuse me, dual threat quarterback coming out of high school, Bryce Young. And a lot of people, man, uh, if you know anything about the recruiting circuit, you know, this kid was just bound to be special. You know, he was special in high school. And, you know, I'm just happy to see him continue that uh, performance, that high level of play in, into college. You know, he's a true sophomore. Uh, he went 27 to 38 for 344 yards with four touchdowns. Uh, I'm running back, you know, normally people are accustomed to Alabama having that, that dominant running back, you know what I mean? With a, you know, couple solid, uh, you know, running backs that are also in the running back room, but, you know, we pretty much did a running back by committee, you know what I'm saying? Trey Sanders, who was the uh, number one running back coming out of his class in 2019, you know, he scored, had a tutty, but our leading rusher was actually uh, Brian Robinson Jr. who had 12 carries for 60 yards. And, uh, you know, we was also, believe it or not, um, led in receiving, by Ohio State transfer. And I seen Malik transfer about him, uh, excuse me, tweet about him. Um, his name is Jameson Williams. Um, he had four catches for 126 yards, one touchdown, a uh, former O State player. He entered the portal and we got him, man. You know, uh, I'm excited to see what him and John Mechie do. Um, our tight end room is cool. Um, our defense is solid, man. I hope, I hope and pray Chris Allen could come back this season. That's a tough loss. You know, he's one of our outside linebackers coming off the edge, but you know, you just couple that with the rest of our D-line, Will Anderson, and man, I, I could go on and on. I'm just, uh, you know, just to give you proper recap, you know, uh, it was another dominant performance, but I'm more so impressed with some of the young guys who didn't get to play too much last year that kind of stepped up in the starting roles and now they're you know, producing and, you know, we have a whole new receiving room outside of John Mechie. And like I said, we had a receiver that wasn't even with us last year that came in, had over 100 receiving yards. And we had a few guys, you know, Slade Bolden, you know, a few guys that yeah, had impactful catches. So, you know, I'm, I'm excited for the season, man. And, you know, just excited for us to improve. We're going to have to when we play, uh, you know, we're about to play Malik and them in Florida here soon. So we just got to continue to progress and get better, man. Talk a little bit about Miami. Ain't nothing to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> terrible, right? I mean, so I mean, if you knew anything, you knew Alabama was gonna win this game. Like we got a homeboy Loso, a couple other homeboys that are like diehard Miami fans. You know, yeah. they real nostalgic when it comes to that program. Cause that program ain't really did anything, you know, since like the early two thousands. Um, Literally, like 2001 was probably like their last good year, 2002. Um, but I mean, like Kay said, like I'm into recruiting, you know what I'm saying? So I know, you know, a lot of the players Bama get as well as my team, you know what I'm saying? Just because, you know, sometimes we'll be battling for them, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Alabama normally wins those battles. I will not lie, you know, but um, yeah, so like Bryce Young, like, I've been following a minute in high school, you know what I'm saying? Like, uh, 
him and uh, Clemson's starting quarterback. I don't really want to say his name, but I'm going to try it. Uh, DJ Uigalele. Um, they had a lot of battles in high school, you know what I'm saying? He went to John Bosco, uh, Bryce Young went to Modern Day, you know, the, like the top two programs out there in Cali. Um, so, I mean, if you knew anything, you knew Bryce Young was going to step in and, and be that guy, you know what I'm saying? Like, especially sitting in the program for a year, you know what I'm saying? Soaking all that up, getting to, getting to play with the team, everything like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, I seen the spread was, I think, 19 and a half or something like that, you know, uh, going into the game. Uh, I thought Bama would cover, you know, I bet on Bama to cover. So, I mean, I'm, I knew what was going to happen. Uh, Miami, um, they're doing a little better job recruiting, you know what I'm saying? But uh, it's the, what is that? Um, it's the, what am I, what's the word I'm looking for? Development, development, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't think they developing players how they should, you know. Uh, Derek King, you know, he's ex- Houston quarterback, you know what I'm saying, got a lot of stats and accolades in college football. He's a good player, don't get me wrong, but it didn't even look like he was all the way healthy. You know, he's coming off a, off a leg injury from last year, you know. Um, the game plan didn't look good, you know, a lot of quick screens and stuff like that, trying to get outside on Bama is just not going to work, you know what I'm saying. Uh, uh, Bama played, surprisingly, Bama played a lot of cover zero early in the game, and they wouldn't even take no shots. Like, it was just it was bad play calling, like bad. They, they just wasn't ready, you know what I'm saying? If you know anything about college football uh, and, you know, their coach and staff and stuff, it's just the development side, it's, it's not there, you know what I'm saying? Like, so, you know, every can be on the sidelines, whatever, all he wants, you know what I'm saying? It, it doesn't matter, you know, until they get somebody in there that can develop, develop the talent they getting, that they starting to get, like, this is what you're going to see from Miami, you know what I'm saying, every, every week. Include it was no surprise that uh, Miami did not show up uh, against Alabama. Um, so you don't so, save in week one or two, man. Like that's just not a, it's not a good matchup, man. Unless you, <laughs> unless you got something coming back for real, for real, man. Like something that you was building off of and from the prior season to the off season, but that's not. You don't want to play that in week one. It's, it's never good. Yeah. Surprisingly, I think WU gave them like their last good week one game. Like that was a few years ago. And that's probably just because they didn't know what to expect from like Kevin White and stuff like that. Word. Word. Well, moving on. Go ahead. The state that was a good game. No, I'm, I'm not the first half. Yeah, yeah. I ain't gonna front on FSU, but W definitely they had me nervous, but they I'm like, all right. This shouldn't be this close, you know what I'm saying? But yeah, but you really only lost to y'all by like what, like maybe two scores? Yeah, I have to go back and check for sure. But it Francois was, it was, was playing good. Francois was, but didn't he get hurt that game? Something happened where they y'all ended up pulling away from Florida State. He did get hurt. I want to say. I want to yeah. say he got hurt, but he was playing good yeah, the first half. Sure. He was for sure. I just want to show love. Yeah, I ain't want to, you know what I mean? Make it seem like we out here. But at least W, they went to the. They went the distance playing good. Kevin you know White was hooping. Yeah. That's why I said that. But you're right, Francois. Francois wouldn't have got hurt. It, it probably would have been a four-quarter game. He was he was dotting it up. I give you that for sure. 
We're, we're, we're moving right in. Uh, number 13, Florida gets the win against Florida Atlantic. How you guys feel about that? It was kind of close, not really a little bit. <laughs> so, I mean, to be honest with you, um, I didn't take much from it. The only thing I took from it was uh, that our backup quarterback is probably more special than our starting quarterback. Um, it's going to be interesting to see how Dan Mullen handles that. Um, but as far as everything else, I mean, depending on who your bookie was, you covered or you didn't cover because it was either 24 or I seen some 21 spread, you know what I'm saying? So if it was 21, you covered. If it was 24, you didn't. Um, but he's not trying to show anything right now. He knows we played Bama week three, man. You know, the first couple games are are – are really easy games, you know. He wasn't really drawing nothing up or dialing nothing up. It was real simple. Run them. I think we ran for four hundred yards versus that fade. You know what I'm saying? Like as a team, so y'all did for sure. Right on the head. He was run. He was just literally running the ball, doing vanilla scheme stuff. Like Dan Mullen's a schemer. You know what I'm saying? So like that's one of them games he doesn't have to really scheme or prepare for too crazy. You know, it was just about getting a lot of people touches, playing time. You know what I'm saying? sharpness and things up but our backup quarterback Anthony Richardson our starting quarterback is Emory Jones you know he's been waiting his turn you know uh, dual threat out of Georgia he was committed to Ohio State back in the day um, he's he's supposed to be you know he's supposed to be next in line you know what I'm saying and, and I won't say that he probably doesn't uh, he probably does have a better uh, grasp of the total offense, you know what I'm saying, Behind, besides Anthony Richardson, the backup. But Anthony Richardson is, like, is way more skilled than this guy, like, and it's kind of crazy. I think he ran for, like, 170, like, something crazy. Uh, I, I have no takeaway besides it was what I thought it was going to be. Yeah, I'm mad they scored that little touchdown at the end to mess up the cover. You know, I'm a betting guy, you know what I'm saying, so – Y'all gonna hear me talk about a lot of spread talk, you know what I'm saying? A lot of covers, all types of stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? So I was a little upset about that. It got sloppy at the end, um, but it was what I expected, man, to be honest with you. It could have easily been 35-7, you know, 35-0 type game. You know, they just got sloppy at the end. Let them, let them get too much down. Yeah, there's nothing really to take away from that. Just a very vanilla scheme, vanilla game, you know what I'm saying? Just trying to get trying to get some kids in, man. Yeah, my biggest takeaway, you know, uh, was just their, their quarterback situation. You know, as someone that, that's about to play them, you know what I'm saying, um, that, that – what's his name? Anthony Richardson. He had seven carries for 160 yards in the tutty. You know what I mean? He threw three for eight for 40, but I'm, I'm just looking at, you know, just – like he said, how skilled he, he is and, you know, just how much of a threat he is, you know, uh, from a dual perspective, you know, it's, it's going to be interesting to see what Coach Mullen does, you know, with the with the quarterback room because, you know, having conversations with him over the summer and even last year, you know, who's going to be the next guy, you know, and he would, you know, Malik uh, was looking forward to Emory Jones, but, you know, that's the beauty of our programs, you know, uh, similar to when we had Jalen Hurts, I had no idea, he told me, about Jalen Hurts after the spring game, you know, we watched it, but he was just like, man, you know what I'm saying? And now, you know, not to say it's the exact same thing per se, but, you know, 
that's the beauty of having the programs that we have recruiting the way we do because we're so deep. You know what I, you know what I mean? You never know who's going to come out of the fold and really compete for a position. You might think one guy has it on lock, then the next season, man, it's spring or, you know, the off season comes out, and, you know, excuse me, plays out. And now, now we have, seems like it's definitely about to be a QB competition. So, because Emory Jones, you know, he didn't play bad. I mean, 17 for 27 isn't bad, but he only had 113 yards and two picks. You know, he only averaged 4.2 yards per throw. I mean, that's ding, 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 ding. You know what I mean? So, all it was. Like I said, he, he wasn't – I know Dan Mullen, man. He's just – he's not trying to show nothing at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's probably scheming a game against y'all. Like, I can probably – put my life on that, you know what I'm saying? He's just ready to play y'all, you know what I'm saying? And just trying to tune everything up. That's not a good look though, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just having the backup come in and play. And that's probably why he started sputtering like that. Remember like our first two drives were like quick 14 point drives, you know what I'm saying? Touchdown, touchdown. Then the third drive, he lets Richardson play, you know what I'm saying? And Richardson showing flash as soon as he gets in, you know what I'm saying? His helmet pops off like in the red zone. You know what I'm saying? He was about to score two. You know, he's about to leave the score drive two. His hel- his helmet pops off. Emory's got to come in. Emory throws a pick. You know what I'm saying? Like, gotcha. So it was, he was probably just, he just probably felt the pressure. You know what I'm saying? Uh, and understandably, that 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 kid's younger than him. You know what I'm saying? And that kid, you know, he, he just got something special. You know, um, he a true freshman. He's a redshirt freshman. Gotcha. So he, he, he played. And the total amount of games he could last year, got you keeping his fresh. So yeah, he's 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 nice, bro. Like I ain't gonna lie to you. You know what I'm saying? He do got to get better a little bit throwing the ball. That's probably why Dan Mullen will continue to go with Henry Jones. You know what I'm saying? I'm sure Henry knows a little more passes team. You know what I'm saying? But some of them kids like him, you know, we just gotta figure it out. You know, yeah. uh, get the numbers in our favor and start running him. You know what I'm saying? Like, you can always always do that. Uh but defense plays solid. I mean, I uh there's a couple players that I would, you know, I would like to see a different maybe uh let the let the true freshman, you know, the five star Jason Marshall that y'all wanted, you know what I'm saying? I'll probably let him start on the outside. They got the this guy named uh Avery Helm. He's from Texas starting. Um I would probably let the freshman play over him, man. Just if you're gonna take your lumps, you know what I'm saying. I didn't like how Camp was in position a couple of times, you know what I'm saying. Uh, and then probably our star position, uh, we got another kid from Texas playing the star. He's good, you know what I'm saying, but he's a little smaller, you know what I'm saying. So gotcha. some of the some of the plays, he was a little bit out of position. You know, we might need to put somebody a little bit bigger there. But our defensive line, defensive front, front seven looks good this year. You know. I can't can't say anything about him. Um, running backs, uh, Malik Davis. He looks like he's back to his form. He's a senior, but if anybody knows anything about Malik Davis, like he showed flashes his freshman year, but he uh, he got a knee injury his freshman year. Um, mm-hmm. So he hasn't really been the same since. Uh, we got um, Damian Pierce. That's the. He was the leading running back, uh, leading rusher in Alabama a couple of years ago. He, you know, y'all had a he had an offer from y'all too. You know, what I'm saying y'all wanted him, um, didn't uh, didn't go, but he, he's he's a good. Uh, and then we got uh, a transfer, five star transfer. He's number one running back in the nation, uh, Demarcus Bowman. He's 
he went to Clemson. He played at Clemson last year. Uh, but he tran- uh, he entered the portal like after like game one or two or something like that. You know? like, mm-hmm. So yeah, uh, probably seen you know what I mean ETMs. Yeah, we. I mean, you would think he would stick around, especially after what I see from Clemson this week, bro. Like, I'm sure we might talk about them here in a second. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, you would think he would want to stick around. You know what I'm saying? ETM is gonna leave. You know, for sure. And, and, and he's a senior. Yeah, you know, what they got behind him wasn't it. You know what I'm saying? What I seen Saturday. But yeah, I, overall, just very vanilla. You know what I'm saying? I I, I look like we have taken a little bit of stride. You know, um, still got another week to get sharper. You know. To, to really be able to compete with Bama, you know what I'm saying? So I would like to see, you know, what we do this next week before before I, I give my bold prediction on here <laughs> and say we're going to clip it. Word, So a uh, great segue. Like you, you mentioned, Clemson, we had a top five matchup. Uh, Georgia gets the best of Clemson. Number like five it. versus number three. Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I'm not I'm not like Malik in reference to uh, not uh, necessarily valuing Georgia. You know what I'm saying? I love their coach. You know what I mean? Coach Smart. You know what I'm saying? He was our D coordinator for years at Alabama. You know what I'm saying? So always one of the most loyal coaches, you know what I'm saying? So I understand. But, you know, real quick, you know, regarding Georgia, man, they just displayed, you know, that their defense is still stout. Him and I, you know, he, he's disgusted in reference to Malik being well-versed in recruiting, man. Georgia, year in, year out, if you all look at their recruiting rankings, you're going to see your Alabamas, you're going to see your Floridas, and best believe you're going to see Georgia up there 100%. It's, I don't, I'm not exactly sure how, but every year, it's, and it's not like they're all playing because they be pulling in some, like, top quarterbacks, but they don't always play them, you know what I mean, which I think, you know, is kind of their issue currently now. Like I said, their defense is real stout which they displayed that, you know, holding the Clemson the only three points, but their offense. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm not worried about their offense, being completely honest. You know what I mean? That's been their kind of uh, handicap these past couple of years is, is that uh, just lack of explosiveness from the offense. Again, it's not the skill positions, and you can attest, not the skill positions outside of the quarterback position. They got the bodies, the athletes, they got the running backs, they got the receivers, it's the quarterback, man, you know what I mean? And, you know, no knock to JT Daniels, but he went 22 for 30. So let's keep this in perspective, 22 completions with only 135 passing yards, no touchdowns, one interception. You know what I mean? So, you know, it doesn't necessarily make me worry or make me fearful. However, uh, you know, they do have a stout defense. So it's just something to think about, though. You know, say that offense does improve, man. You know, I seen what, I seen what Malik said the other day. They really, Florida and Georgia plays every year. You know what I mean? So uh, y'all are going to have to face them for sure and, you know, answer that bell. But I do think, uh, you know, that defensive style, like I mentioned before, and in reference to Clemson, man, I I won't put all the blame on their quarterback. You know, even though DJ went 19 for 37 with only 178 yards, and he too, you know, he threw one interception. But, man, that's, that was the game. Yeah. yeah. It's it. It's the only touchdown in the game. Facts. It's uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting year for 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 Clemson, but I, I still think they have a solid team. The ACC is wide open. As anybody that watched college football this weekend, it, it's very obvious. You know what I mean? That college football is open. Three ACC teams lost on Saturday. You know what I mean? So we're gonna 
we're going to see what happens with that conference. But, yeah, back to the, the Georgia-Clemson game, man. My biggest takeaway is Georgia's defense. The struggle is still on offense, you know what I mean, which is a big handicap. The way our game is just evolving, you have to be able to score. You know what I mean? So if you're you're telling me, you know, you have a stout defense, but you're only scoring 10 points, you know, I, I'm kind of kissing my teeth a little bit because I know we're not just going to score 10. Like, it's just how we recruit, how they recruit, and just how the game is evolving. You have to bring in quarterbacks and skill positions that's going to be able to put up points. You might have to win a game. 42 to 35, and we're prepared to do that in reference to Alabama. So, yeah, um, my takeaway is Georgia's defense is like that. You know what I'm saying? They they had a couple dudes that didn't even play, you know, that are starters, to be honest with you. Uh, they still did that to Clemson. Um, I think Clemson probably played themselves out of the playoffs with that loss. You know, I know it hurts. You know, it's tough to say that week one. So, I mean, upsets could happen and they could get back in that top four, you know. Um, but to be honest, they probably, you know, they probably hurt themselves. There's no way they can get back in there, you know what I'm saying? Like, like Kay said, three teams in the ACC loss, you know, um, and North Carolina being in the top 10, you know what I'm saying, with one of those teams. So it's like, you know, where's their significant, you know, big win going to come from? Um, I don't think it was all on DJ. Um, I think it was kind of – it had a lot to do with probably scheme for them too, man. I know they started throwing a little more and got a little bit better at throwing towards the end of the game. That's probably just the, the urgency, you know what I'm saying? But those running backs, you know, they miss ETN a lot, man. And, like, you could tell. Like, those running backs wasn't even – they might as well let the, the the true freshman Shipley do play. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he, he looked better than – than any of the upperclassmen, you know, as far as like at least getting out the backfield, trying to make something happen. Um, as far as Georgia goes, uh, K knows I'm not high on Georgia um, because Kirby Smart doesn't develop. And I'll just put that out there, you know, that's that's my opinion. Um, I, I could put facts behind that to, to, to support that, you know, to support that statement. Um, but he definitely gets them in, man. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, Georgia, if they're not one, they're definitely two as far as, like, most talented rosters um, in the nation as far as star, you know what I'm saying, star goes, star ratings go, you know what I'm saying, when it comes to recruiting. Um, but, yeah, it's it's the same old story. Um, stout defense, you know, uh, offense still left to be desired. You know, they do have a couple skill positions that, um, that they're missing. I know Pickens didn't play. Who knows if he'll even play at all this season? He had a, a serious knee injury at the end of the year, um, and then uh, they had the the, the tight end transfer uh, Gilbert from LSU. He's supposed to be a um, a difference maker for him as well. But and I don't who knows if that kid plays either. You know he's having like personal problems. He's not even with the program. You know so. It's it's tough to say if they'll they'll get it back on track on offense. You know that's why you got to really. You know, I pride myself on really paying attention and, and knowing our conference and knowing, you know, not just my team, but everybody, you know, what's going on. You know, a lot of people were hyping JT Daniels coming into this year. I think he had like the third or fourth best Heisman odds, you know what I'm saying? And like that was based off of four games last year, literally the last four games of the season. And their best team that they played towards the end of the season um, was actually the bowl game where they played Cincinnati and 
go look at those stats. I mean, I don't know what, what people was hyping it about, you know what I'm saying? Like, he didn't play that good against Cincinnati. He had one touchdown, and that was the difference of the game, you know what I'm saying? But I'm pretty for sure that came in the first quarter, you know what I'm saying? Everything else after that, it was very vanilla, very, you know, lethargic. Like, it, it just didn't – it didn't make sense how the, the hype about that guy, you know what I'm saying, was coming in, you know what I'm saying? So, like, I knew – I knew for a fact JT Daniels wasn't, you know, what they thought he was, you know. I just wanted everybody else to see it. Uh, you know, the media likes to push narratives, you know what I'm saying, before the season, you know what I'm saying, hype kids up, you know what I'm saying. And that was a top five matchup, so I know they wanted to put some extra oomph behind it, you know. For sure. But uh, yeah, if, if you watch ball, man, and, and I, I pride myself on watching a lot of SEC ball, you know what I'm saying, a lot of college football period, NFL period, you know what I'm saying, but since we're speaking on college, I pride myself on watching a lot of it, you know what I'm saying, so. I knew who who the competition was, you know what I'm saying? I knew what those four games was that they were typing, you know what I'm saying? And I knew the competition level of the teams it was that he, you know, he had his success against, you know what I'm saying? It just wasn't – I knew it wasn't going to line up, you know what I'm saying? Not to say they can't get better as a team, like Kay said, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but it's looking like the same old story. If they play Bama, like I told Kay, they got the defense to do it, but – you're going to have to score points, period. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's not even the same Bama team. Bama's got their defense back again, but you know how the offense is clicking. You know what I'm saying? So you're going to have to score points regardless. And I just don't think they can, they can keep up with it. You know what I'm saying? So hopefully we can clip them when we play them in Jacksonville. You know what I'm saying? So they don't even got to play them. You know what I'm saying? We can get a rematch. But, yeah, I, I think their defense is, is literally – one of the tops in the nation for sure. For sure, what I've seen is definitely one of the tops in the nation. Uh, but you know, it's 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 two units in football. Well, actually, three units if you want to count special teams. You know what I'm saying? So you got to put that all together. You know what I'm saying? The defense ain't just gonna ain't gonna win it for you. These ain't them times. You, know what I'm you gotta you gotta put something on the board. And their defense is actually the one who put the points on the board for them. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I. I I was surprised Clemson couldn't couldn't do anything. You know what I'm saying? I will say that, but I'm not surprised Georgia beat them. You know, uh, I'm just surprised how they beat them. You know what I'm saying? Neither one of them scoring offensive touchdown. Sheesh. Sheesh, sheesh, sheesh. All right. Uh, moving on. We had uh, number 16, LSU, get beat by UCLA. UCLA is now 2-0. and How we feel about that? They almost blew the money. I had to cash out. <laughs> <laughs> cash out on one of my bets, man. They almost blew the money. Uh, shoot, man. I mean, if, if we want to talk about it, I'm going to be honest about it. It looks like LSU is a product, you know, of Joe Brady. Let's talk about it, man. Like, uh, no Brady, you know who that was. He came in. Expand on that. Expand on that. Brady, he came in two years ago and was the passing game. I don't even think they named him offensive coordinator. Came in this year. I think he was just the passing game coordinator. And he came from the New Orleans Saints, helping them with their passing game uh, prior to that. LSU won the national championship in 2019. If you watch that LSU team, you know, I know Kay didn't get to watch him because he doesn't watch LSU. You know, and I told him he was – I told him he was tripping for that that season, like, because they was really good, you know what I'm saying? Um, Joe Brady's a passing game coordinator, and, and he came in and 
he he's the reason you seen the uptick in LSU two years ago uh, as far as offense goes. You know what I'm saying? Anything prior to that, K can tell you. LSU's always had a stout defense, you know what I'm saying? Um, always get recruits in, but they were kind of like, you know, my Florida Gators for a while, you know, quarterback play was literally holding them back, you know, um, up until, you know, Joe Burrow had his ties in the breakout season two years ago. Uh, and it looks like they're, you know, back to the same old LSU we know of, for real, for real. Like, um, they got a couple studs out there in the secondary, a couple studs on defense, you know what I'm saying, period. Um, but defense isn't going to win you games, you know what I'm saying? Like, like not not in this time in college football. It can, but there's too many potent offenses, you know what I'm saying? And, and Chip Kelly, he's he's been there, I think, four years now. This is his fourth year at UCLA, you know, so – He's getting his team. He's got some upperclassmen, you know what I'm saying? He's got a great transfer running back uh, from Michigan who's, who's running the hell out of the ball, you know what I'm saying? Uh, DTR, he's another one of those Cali quarterbacks that's, you know, um, that was highly touted coming out of high school. He just said happened to stay home, you know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like Chip Kelly is getting all his pieces in order, you know what I'm saying? He's got, you know, just everything's falling in line for him and, like I said, I thought LSU was going to win. You know, I thought they had something to prove, you know, that they wasn't just a one-hit wonder, you know. But it's literally back to the same old story for LSU. I can't even lie to you. Man. Like, it's, it's some type of defense, you know. I wouldn't even say the defense is, is as stout as it usually is, you know. Um, but they do have Stingley and uh, Eli Ricks, you know, both both number one corners in the nation coming out of, out of their classes, you know what I'm saying. So, um they got some talent over there on the defensive side, but that offense just it's not it's not what it, it should be. You know what I'm saying? Uh the the wide receiver, uh Boutte or Bouye, I don't want to pronounce his name wrong, but um, he's he's a stud, you know what I'm saying? Uh, he's he's probably like the only playmaker they have on offense, to be honest with you. Um but yeah, I mean I, that was probably the biggest Biggest surprise to me, you know, I thought LSU would at least find a way to pull out win. I knew UCLA would probably give them a game, you know, uh, just like I said, just based off the experience, based off of Chip Kelly, you know what I'm saying, trying to get things in order, you know, got his guys, you know, buying in again. Um, but, yeah, it, it looks it looks sad, man. It looks like LSU back to the LSU of old, you know, a uh, lot of talent, uh, solid defense but the offense isn't isn't giving them any help so who knows what games they'll win what games they'll lose you know what i'm saying like honestly like that's just what it's looking like to me Sheesh. cold-blooded how you feeling cut man you know um not to be you know the the guy that agrees here but i mean you know that's our rival so you know all I have to say is they, they have since winning the, the national championship, they've been five and six. Mm. Y'all, y'all wanted me to acknowledge that program. Okay, you know that was one and done. You know what I'm saying? Now look, you know what I mean. It's right back to our regular schedule program. You know what I mean? So, you know, uh, I do think the quarterback that they had, you know what I mean? Joe Burrow, you know, he was a grad transfer from, excuse me, he was a transfer from O State, you know what I mean? And, uh, you know, they had a deep team, man. They had some good receivers, you know, Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. I think, you know, that program is always going to be able to produce good athletes, you know what I mean? 
Um, it's just a matter of, you know, developing them and, you know, just getting everything to match, not from a chemistry perspective, but just from a production perspective as well. And, uh, you know, I'm just, I'm not too worried about them. Like I said, they are a rival, you know what I mean? Um, I mean, I, I guess it, it would be good to see them improve. So, you know, uh, our game can have more hype when we play them. But, yeah, man, I share those same sentiments, man. You know, it just looked like that national championship run was more so a fluke more than anything. And, you know, they've, they've improved that in their performance in, in the post-game post, post game since. So that's that's all I have to say about that, man. Like I said, five and six since they won, since they won it all. Listen, man, I just go year to year, you know, uh, College football has more carryover than NFL for sure. You know, um, you know, you could be good this year and, and NFL and terrible the next year. Um, but speaking on what he's talking about, he he does feel how he feels about LSU. But me being a person who prides myself, I watch all the big matchup games. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know K, he he won't watch the game. You know what I'm saying? Especially if Bama's playing. You know, me, I'm gonna flip the channel back and forth. Like, you know, I need to catch all good football, as much of it as I can. So I was trying to speaking on what he's speaking on, like why he didn't want to acknowledge it. They were about to play LSU, and I was about to bet on LSU. <laughs> so I was trying to tell him, like, you know, they they look different this year. Bro. Like, I don't know, you know, what's going to happen. You know, uh, They did end up beating them, but he's right. You know what I'm saying? Ever since then, you know what I'm saying, ever since that run, they back to the – to the LSU that we know of, you know what I'm saying? Like, and so it's, it's that's a tough situation. I'd hate to be an LSU fan right now, you know what I'm saying? Like, because it definitely looks like a fluke, Joe Brady, you know what I'm saying? A savers type year, you know. Uh, but yeah, man, I I can't disagree, man. They don't look good. They don't look good at all. Uh, man. Word, word. All right, we got one more game to round out college football. We got uh, Penn State, number 19, beats Wisconsin, right? Number 12, top 20 matchup. How you guys feel about that one? Well, um, you know, first and foremost, you know, Wisconsin is like on five. It's like their last five ranked opponents that they played. Um, and it's, it's the irony in it is – Penn State started out the season last year 0-5, right? So, uh, you know, I got I got a lot of love and respect for Penn State's program. You know, one of Charleston's own, Derek Pitts, uh, committed there at one point in time. And, you know, I liked what they were doing as far as the program. So I've always just kind of been observant of them. So I'm, I'm just glad to see that they were able to get a good win. I do think Wisconsin is a great football program and basketball too. Uh, but really football for sure. Um, and, you know, I just I just thought that was just a, a defensive, you know, juggernaut match the other day, you know what I'm saying? But I do think Wisconsin could have won if they could have, you know, kind of uh, shored up some of the mistakes they, they made in the red zone. You got to think, like, they had four red zone trips and only scored once out of all those four trips. So, you know, if we could just get a couple more field goals, we're looking at maybe, you know what I mean, a game that's tied going into OT instead of, you know, a game coming at the end where you needed a touchdown, you know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, man, my biggest takeaway is, is just, uh, you know, like I said, as a great defensive game, um, Wisconsin had opportunities, but what they failed to capitalize. And, you know, it's just good to see Penn State return to, you know, uh, I won't necessarily say, you know, 
championship for him because it's still early in the season, but it's it's good to see them taking steps towards being in contention again. Because like I said, they started the season out all five last year, so that was a good, good, uh, good and big win against the regular. Um, Penn State saved the money. You know, back to back with the year. Uh, I bet on Penn State. The spread was uh, Wisconsin minus five and a half. Wow. Um, to be honest with you, um, I still don't – I walked away from that game just happy that they, they covered the money for me. Uh, I don't think Penn State's really a good football team at all anymore. Uh, their defense played outstanding, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just being real because – like Hay said, Wisconsin had a lot of red zone trips, you know what I'm saying? So it was it was amazing to see how they, you know, the 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 bend but don't fold, you know what I'm saying, mentality that defense had, you know. But I'll put some of that on Wisconsin too. Wisconsin still could have won that game at the end. And I still would have covered. So I didn't care, you know what I'm saying, that Wisconsin was about to win. Uh, but they were like the one or two yard line and uh they had a a, a snapping snapping uh mishandled man quarterback snapped the ball to hand it off and uh oh, my dropped gosh. it man he dropped it like 10 yards behind him you know what i'm saying so they last possession you know i mean that's run games you know what i'm saying year in and year out you know um so I, I i thought they were about to win the game and i said i didn't really care i was going i was going to win my bet regardless uh but uh yeah, I came away from the game just thinking you know Wisconsin is who i think they are you know they look the same it's like they always do every year, you know, uh, kind of strange that they didn't capitalize the res on that much. But Penn State, um, they need a, a they need something. Uh, Noah Kane, their running back, uh, he didn't get to play last year. I think he got hurt like maybe the first game, you know what I'm saying? He was a difference maker. Um, and I forget the receiver's last name. Uh, I don't even want to say it on here to, to mess it up. But their receiver number five, man, uh, Man, he got open like five times behind Wisconsin's defense. And I lie to you not, the quarterback hit him one time. And the one time he hit him, he didn't even lead him like how he's supposed to lead him, or that could have been a touchdown. You know what I'm saying? Like You talking about uh, Jahan Dotson? Yeah, Dotson. Dotson. He nice. He was behind their defense all game. You but, special if you come across this. You nice. But the, the, the <laughs> quarterback Clifford, Sean Clifford, I tell you, he was missing everything deep. It didn't make any type of sense. Like I was too mad in the house. Like it, it, it really bothered me, and I know it bothered him. You know what I'm saying? Getting, getting open that many times and not being able to, to you know, I mean, he scored. Yeah, he, he scored once. He scored once, but when I he tell you, he probably could have scored five times. Like three times, like literally, like three times. Like he was behind the defense all game, and the quarterback was just missing him. So I know he was frustrated about it. He cut like that, but. Uh, yeah, I mean, not saying Penn State isn't better than what they put out last year. Kay is right, you know what I'm saying? But as far as contention, um, I, I don't see it. I don't see it at all. Not you that know big team. Yeah, that big team be tough. Yeah, I, I don't see it at all, to be honest. I think if they lined it back up with Wisconsin again, Wisconsin would probably beat them. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. Beat them handily. Sure, mistakes, real, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, yeah, I, I, I bet on that game. That was a money game for me. Um, but – um, I didn't walk away, you know, feeling too conf- too much confidence in, you know, uh, James James Franklin and that Penn State team. They they getting a little bit better. Uh, they got some of their talent back, you know, like I said, with the running back and Dodson and everything. But other than that, I mean, uh, 
I don't know. They just look all right. So you so. felt like it was luck a little bit. It was Wisconsin yeah. beat themselves, basically. Yeah, 100%. I think Wisconsin uh, lost the game. Well, I can't say that because, like I said, I want to give Penn State's defense credit. To be on the field that many times, that long, you know what I'm saying, that many times and only giving up, you know, the points that they gave up, I will give them their credit. You know what I'm saying? They held it down. But that's the only reason why Penn State won that game is because their defense. Their defense held in there, you know what I'm saying? Especially when a lot of defenses, you know, would have gave up. That's a lot of mental toughness. So I give them to them. They're getting better in that aspect for sure. You know, but, yeah, I think Wisconsin more so gave that away than, than Penn State really took it, if you ask me. Word. Word. Sounds good. Sounds good. I'm going to kick it to UK. Um, yeah, man. What, what we got next? Transitioning, you know, just be on the lookout for us on our next episode. Uh, we got more interviews coming. You know what I mean? More content coming, more recaps coming, especially now, like I said, football season is full swing. You know, shout out to all the fantasy owners out there, all the people that's playing fantasy. It's, it's a busy season, you know what I mean? So if you, you are drafting like, you know, today's Monday or tomorrow, you know, just just be mindful of your draft board and your draft strategies, you know what I mean? And, you know, like I said, the NFL season is about to start, you know what I mean? I'm a Niner fan, you know what I mean? I'm sitting beside a Rams fan. They haven't beat us in two years, you know what I mean? So he he about to know the vibes real soon, you know what I'm saying? And I'm, I'm just excited, you know what I mean? I'm excited to to see the uh, NFL teams on, as well as, you know, college, you know, road tide and, you know, uh, the high school circuit and, and yeah, man. We got way more playoff appearances than these guys. There it is, there it is. But at the end of the day, who has more run? There it is. You know what I'm saying? Y'all want to talk? Y'all want to talk about rings or y'all want to talk about these? He ain't seen you know none of those. Now he didn't see some Bama rings. He ain't seen none of those <laughs> nine rings. So don't even let him fool y'all. You know? Back in the day, you know. It was, it was, but hey, Unc, Unc seen them. You know what I mean? So look, look, I, I basically seen them. Unc seen them. No. <laughs> no. 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 You know what I'm saying? It don't work. No. But. I don't, I don't think anything bad is about the Niners, you know what I'm saying? They haven't beat us in two years. I'm a little upset about that. I put those losses on Jerry Goff last year, 100% flat. He's gone. Um, as far as fantasy goes, you know, uh, they tried to sabotage me and what ain't waking me up for the draft last night, you know what I'm saying? But my 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 auto pick held it down, and I kind of got the, does have a solid team. I kind of got one of the best teams, little do they know. <laughs> So um, that is solid. So yeah, we'll we'll see what happens this year. You know, I, I hope. I mean, I can't really say what I expect from fantasy. You know, that's week to week. I expect to see right. some of us, some of the dudes we know that's gonna ball ball. You know, what I'm saying some of the, some of the rookie sleepers. You know, come out and, and help out. You know, uh, yeah. You know, that's week to week. You know, that's production week to week. So it's just. Based on you know what I'm saying, who who you, who you think is going to be productive, you know, for sure. Where where you guys you guys know I'm uh I'm um no contest. I really don't care who wins the football game. I'm just gonna watch. So um I'm just you know like I said the the vibes of football season is top tier to me. Fall is my favorite season of the year. Um. And I'm, I'm super excited about these interviews that we have lined up. So y'all be sure to tune in 
keep in touch with us, you know, keep tabs on us because we got some special things coming for you guys. For sure. And we appreciate, you know, all the feedback, you know what I mean? All the constructive criticism, all the opinions, you know what I mean? We welcome that, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, but for all things, things get better over time and we just continue to, uh, we want to continue to produce and be consistent and be efficient and be proficient in everything we, we put out there. So, you know, definitely want to thank y'all for supporting us and definitely, you know, follow us on Twitter and Instagram and, uh, you know, Facebook, you know, at CSN The Network on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook, we're at CSN The Network Podcast. So, you know, uh, follow us and continue to support us, please. And thank you for listening. And this is CSN The Network with Kay, Dre, and Malik, and we out. We out. We out.